This is a HeadGum Podcast. Taking a mirror is getting the incompletion, but speaking to a nation this weekend. But problems every day, odds and ends when two friends picked up the mic and fixed things. Check the mail and then get these, 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 these ridiculous issues we need help with. So sit back, relax, and grab a snack. It's if I were you. I didn't know Linkin Park were fans. Linkin Park. Is that what it is? I think that was like, I thought it was Beastie Boys at first, but then, yeah, and once, once the chorus kicked in, I realized. It's Chester. Uh-huh. Oh, is that his is name? That, no, is that so. the guy the with the fire screams. tattoos? Oh, yeah. God. Uh, that guy's name is David. I'm trying to find any more information about him, but now that that's I, all, he's ungoogleable. Yeah, he's lost uh, forever. Uh, so thanks, David, for that really uh, epic theme song Passion. submission. Uh, Raul. Hello, sir. Raul Coley. That's just how I pronounce your name. I don't know. It's perfect. It's oh. done. <laughs> uh, you didn't. Anyone would think before. you were told how to do it. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. For uh, this is this is a first for us in many ways. Yes. Uh, first. British guest. Oh, really? Yeah. Right. Well, Rose kind of counts, right? Because it all sounds the same. Like, yeah. Yeah. Accent-wise, first, you're not the first guest with a silly accent. Yeah. True. <laughs> you're the second guest that sounds stupid. <laughs> well, British people just automatically sound smart. Oh yeah, we're the ones. Oh, that I'm, I'm going to smash that stereotype tonight. No, it's too late. You're already, you're already. <laughs> you already right. said smash that stereotype. Yeah. Even that sounded kind of smart. Oh, at least charming. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I think it's all James Bond related. Like, if James Bond was uh, Southern, we'd all be like, oh wow, that's a really hot sexy southern accent you have yeah. cowboy i had sort of a, like an old college humor video idea where james bond isn't really good at uh daniel craig not knowing how to use his iphone yeah i feel like that's just something that because you never really see james bond with a smartphone really, right, right? He, he seems like he'd have an android <laughs> <laughs> well he would have like some sort of state-of-the-art something like embedded into his wrist right or something right like but that. if he like uses the stylus wrong his hand blows up yeah well, what he only uses whatever piece of crap Sony have just released, right? Because the product placement. Product placement. Yeah. So he's always using <laughs> oh, yeah. some nonsense that no one but him really uses. Yeah, and it's like an insert shot, somebody else's hand, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> they have to, like, add it in the day before it comes out because that's how, like, close to the cutoff it needs to be. Yeah. The Galaxy S5 whatever. Do you have a Samsung? Sorry, I shouldn't be... <laughs> Oh no, I'm I kind of float between my iPhone and my Samsung. Good man. I can't I don't like being bullied by either side, so I thought <laughs> I'd just give in to both. Really? Yeah. I let Apple win a long time ago. Oh, did you? I have they have completed the takeover. How bad does an iPhone have to be for you not to use it at this point? Um I don't know. I hated buying the iPhone 6. <laughs> I didn't want it. I couldn't stop myself from buying it. Yeah. I was like, it's too big. And even as I'm holding it, I'm like, I can't use it with one hand anymore. I'll Wait, did drop you get the giant I, version? No, I got the I got the smallest one possible. That was also the new one. Because yeah. I should have just stayed with the 5. I liked that one. <laughs> now you should get the new one, which is the small body. This is such a waste of time. <laughs> it feels like an iPhone product placement. We'll talk about what the podcast is. Uh, well, first, Raul, you're, uh, we met you through Rose. Yes. Uh, yeah. uh, you work on iZombie with her. Mm-hmm. 
and I um, came to Vancouver and saw you guys perform live. She that's right. It was a trip for us, and we all came down and shit yeah. ourselves and giggled. And, and then I was like, I want to be on their show. Which is great. We were going to have Rose on today, and they were like, oh, why don't we just have her on instead? Why don't you have the, yeah. the lead of the show? We, yeah. <laughs> the emotional lead. Rose is, oh, yeah, I see her. She's outside the window. She's knocking. She's motioning that the door is locked. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I double locked it. Don't worry. Oh, she can't get in. Right. She's gnawing on the knob, actually. <laughs> she's trying to get in like a, a gopher. She's burrowing through the oh, floor. Oh, God. <laughs> she's so, so strong. <laughs> and so, she's in here. Fuck. <laughs> she's biting me. Uh, what do you know about Rose that we don't? Oh, well, did you do the marathon? Oh, <laughs> no. That's a good, I do anything that. you want to know about Rose is how the marathon was approached, how we were all roped into it, how excited she was to do a marathon a week after we wrapped and how none of us showed up. Did, is she the only one that did it? Yeah. And, she ki- and, and in Rose style, she killed it. She did great. She did, she it. did it. She actually ran it. She committed to it. She, I was the only one who was like, no, from day one. Like, I, I put up pictures of like people eating donuts. Like, yeah, training's going well because yeah. I wasn't going to do it. Right. And um, but everyone else, the, the kind of the the American guys were really sweet and like, oh my god, yeah, you know, they'll, I'll be there. Like, that kind of thing. And who bailed? Who bailed the latest? Who was like the person? Oh, it was a mass one. So I I bailed first, and then just I don't think anyone showed. <laughs> Anybody, and, neither, like, and that's a mirror included by the way yeah Did i was you, i was i said i would maybe do the half with her didn't do it didn't do that she, but she ran the whole oakland she marathon yeah yeah and she had all these ice packs strapped to her legs and or so we that. think Damn. oh because nobody was there actually no one was there, that's true yeah actually the oakland marathon is until july you yeah i'm just that, looking right? it up right yeah. now there was no marathon in oakland yeah holy shit she staged the and i can time. see the the medal she's wearing is like a chocolate a, yeah <laughs> it's guilt it's hanukkah guilt it's, <laughs> it's i can see it's melting onto her shirt um so rule as you know this is an advice podcast we do our best to answer some emails people are in sticky situations sometimes it's us sometimes we're here with a friend fortunately you're here to uh, grace us with your wisdom today we're the modern day ricky lakes yeah yeah that's actually we say, we should say that in our itunes description modern day ricky lake modern i think ricky lake is still on is it no. is that possible is it is that even a device it i thought that still? was just a talk show she also or was chat show as Ricky they call Lake it. was chat so show. young. Do you guys remember how old do you think Ricky Lake was when she had her talk show? I remember, I'd say late twenties. Yeah, I remember playing she was the fifth, fourteen. Oh my god! Yeah. You want to feel old? Zach Morris is ninety today. I remember playing the fifty-eight game, trying to guess who which celebrity is fifty-eight. Okay. And Ricky Lake was the worst guess. I don't know if I came up with I, it or somebody else did, but they were twenty-one years off. She's like thirty-seven. Today she's 37? No, like when we were playing it two years ago. All right, let's see how old Ricky Lake is. Sorry, this I'm going to look it up while you, you talk about the podcast. <laughs> uh, all right, so, I mean, I already Oh, my God. <laughs> she's got, I'm gonna guess, I don't want to interrupt. I'm going to oh guess my 40. God. You're already interrupting with, like, your uh, phone signal noise. Sorry about that. Here we go. Oh, look okay. at that iPhone 6. Yeah, <laughs> enormous. Uh, age guess for Ricky Lake? I'm going to say, I, I borderline know she's 40. Okay. Guess? Uh... I'd say 47, 48. I'm going to guess 47 as well because uh-huh. I'm looking at it and it is 47. Boom. Wow. Oh, I'll guess her star sign as well. Why not? Libra. Uh, I can tell you when her birthday is. Will you know? Yeah. Uh, September 21st. Oh, my God. That was close. Is She's it? a Virgo. I was like a few days off. That's crazy. So excited that you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I was still wrong. Uh all right, so let's uh let's we need some fake names to to preserve these people's poor people's anonymity. Uh do you have a guy's name for us? 
Oh, uh, Deepak. Deepak? I always shoot for Deepak when I panic. It's the name of a relative I have that I really dislike. Oh. And I'm calling him out on this podcast. I Fuck love you, that. Deepak. Why do you dislike him? He's just a prick to me. He's always been a prick <laughs> to me. And it winds us up. And he's and even when I'm like, I, I was never working for years. And even when I got iZombie, he was still a prick. Really? He still found a way to cut me down after a headshot or something he saw. Classic Fuck Deepak. You, Deepak. <laughs> well, hopefully, I mean, most of the people that write in are pretty terrible humans. So let's see. Uh... This guy doesn't seem too terrible. But Deepak writes, A girl who I just started seeing told me that she feels uncomfortable that I keep treating her instead of going Dutch. This blew my mind. I felt bad letting her pay afterwards. Uh, I always assumed that going Dutch was for chumps after the relationships become more committed. Am I just too old-fashioned? When is it okay to go Dutch? And when should I treat a date? Uh, A concerned Padawan. Love, uh, Deepak. Do you know going Dutch? Is that an American thing or is that No, that's this paying halfway right yeah that's right. Dutch, who are the dutch yeah <laughs> i thought it used to be wearing two condoms for some reason i think that's, is that double dutch no but that's skipping i always, i get confused with yeah terms. um wearing two condoms it's we used to just call it double backing or you can call it uh <laughs> what's go, the point of wearing two condoms? swedish is it is that like a the swedish are very careful people is that to last long or is it for more protection more protection i'd imagine got it actually i don't think um, you'll last long i mean that's you just won't I'm, I'm you just surprised if you yeah, finish at all. Yeah, used to say, like, oh, you had to double bag it if you're going with somebody who, like, uh, sleeps around a lot. But actually, going uh, double bagging, it creates friction between the two condoms, and they're more likely to tear. So nobody should put two condoms. Yeah, that's why we suggest the triple bag method. So <laughs> top two tear, obviously, and then you're left with well, what the correct amount, I've always advocated one. five condoms and... No, five uh, is the ideal, obviously. Yeah. yeah, five is number one. Best way to go is five. Five and a vasectomy. Yes. Is <laughs> also abstinence. Oh, sure. So you'll remove your dick, put it in five condoms. If you have, if you will be a eunuch. Yes. So that's Dickless. no testicles. No testicles, <laughs> one dick. Eunuch, no testicles or no, I'm turning to a rule like he's the authority. <laughs> well, like he's a eunuch. Oxford Dictionary. <laughs> Sorry. I thought it's no balls. Yeah, eunuchs, no balls, they have the dick. Castration is, uh, is that? No, I no think dick? that's no balls too, isn't it? No. All right. So what is it when you don't have a dick? Because that's what I've got. A woman? Yeah. I've got balls, no dick. <laughs> I've got four balls, two dicks, six condoms. <laughs> but none of them are in the place that you would think. Yeah, they're around your thumb. I see that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That way you can finger someone like without really getting them pregnant. a ring that I have to wear all the time. <laughs> uh, so going Dutch on a date. Uh, um, the theory is that, like, old-fashioned people, like, you should pay for the whole thing. And then, like, there's this new new type of fashion, which is, like, you know, everything should be split because it's, like, uh, men and women are equal like let's split this bill uh in an egalitarian way right. so what do you do do you err on the side of paying for the whole thing uh do you split do you go dutch well <laughs> go when dutch. you when i take a buddy out uh, let's take relationships out of it when i take a buddy out or we go out for a work dinner or something someone's always trying to pick up the whole check usually right. and that's without trying to i'm not trying to sleep with my co-stars yeah, just because I yet yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> season two season three but like <laughs> spoiler it's it's um it's just courtesy right I always I was always brought up like someone's trying to pick up the check and there's a big fight about who does it right you end up splitting it anyway and I think dates can kind of be like that I I if I've asked someone out or I'm going out on a date I will try and pick up the check but I'm also hoping for a, a fight about it yeah <laughs> if you just let me do it then I'm then I, next time I'll I'll if there is a next time. Right. <laughs> I'm doing it to have a little, like, I want you to go, no, please, no, and pretend you're reaching for your handbag or whatever. Yeah. At least do that. Yeah. And then, but then I think Dutch, after a while, once you've gone out a lot, 
then I think it's fair to Dutch. The fact that you, you, you shouldn't be, you're literally feeding someone constantly. I think after a while, you should be. <laughs> right. It's kind of crazy to be on like year five of your relationship and you're just still paying for yeah. every, every meal. And still drink. waiting for, for the fight. But, for I, the purse, but in my experience, I've always like offered to treat for the first dinner. Mm-hmm. And I think it's always best, exactly what you're saying, like people, the a little protest. Mm-hmm. You say, no, 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 I want to get it. I got it. And if they protest again, then it's like, all right, hey, I'll back off. Like, and then, but if they don't, if they say thank you, then that's the correct thing to do. Always one one act of protest. Yeah, and the person either acquiesces or like says stands their ground. This is like that rule which I don't like. Uh, do you guys do this? Like the you can't eat unless everyone has their food rule. Oh, so no. you get food. I haven't gotten it yet. You can't eat it, and then I have to say you can eat it, and then you have to say <laughs> uh, no. I'll wait, or you say yeah, I'll I eat it anyway. The correct way to do that one is as soon as my food comes, <laughs> you say to me, "Please eat." Yeah, like, and it's that's the right thing to do because the food's hot. It's yeah. ready. It's you. Don't and then, do like... you eat? Is the cur- the courteous yeah, thing always. to eat? You always. I think it's weird to be like, "No way." Yeah, I'm do waiting. You, I would finish. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> that's, if, if, you, if there's enough time, will <laughs> you finish and lick the plate? Well, that's on the restaurant at that point. But yeah, I'll I'll finish. Send the plate back for seconds. Pay for the meal. To the chef. <laughs> I'll, I'll order dessert sometimes <laughs> before they get their food. Uh, I I think I usually will start eating, but I'll but I'll take it a little easy. Pick it a fry, have yeah. a bite of the bird. There's a lot Offer of bullshit. Of the food. There's a lot of bullshit theater you have to do at restaurants. I mean, right. the wine. We yeah. we had this recently with the wine tasting. Like I don't fucking know what wine I want. <laughs> oh, and they and give then you they a come sample. over and he makes a massive deal about it. I sit there. I have to act like when I'm on a date. I know that. Like this, you're a small, oh, this is yeah. a good year. <laughs> this red one, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> Actually, more please. I heard it. something too. I think Gary Vaynerchuk, the wine guy, told us. That like by the time you've chosen the wine and they come and they pour it for you, you're not tasting it to say like yes I like it. You're ta- you the only reason they pour a little bit is you're supposed to smell it and make sure the grapes haven't gone bad. Like if the wine is actually spoiled, then they. Pour I still don't bottle. think I'd know. But you've yeah. already made the decision. I saw somebody pour ketchup into a wine glass and you sipped it. And you're like, <laughs> this is. <laughs> you great. spun it around. <laughs> it was a one yeah, steak they sauce. Do it with, they don't do it with anything else. They, you don't do that with the Coke to make sure it's flat. You yeah. don't do that with like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? So I just, I always find it just this big bullshit thing where we have to buy into this performance that, oh yeah, we all it's know true. what we're doing. It's yeah. all this really weird dance. And I think that's like the, the goal of all of it is to just make sure that people aren't stumbling too much. Yeah. So like you offer to pay and somebody says, no, we say, no, I got it. And then like, it's over. But if you offer to pay and someone says, no, I really want to pay. I'm like, no, I got it. Like, no, I'd really like to pay. Yeah. You can't, again, be like, no, and I would love to treat you. Yeah, well, I, I, don't, I don't allow that. <laughs> then it's like, then the dance gets fucked up. Yeah. It's just, it's like a little bit it's of gentle full play, right. restaurant full play. Exactly. And but I, I think they're... Sorry, go ahead. No, you. No, please. I don't want to... God forbid I speak. Oh, come on. No, no, I mean, you listen to the show. It's a, it's a fucking steamroller <laughs> oh, over Jesus here. Jesus Christ. Sorry, I just, I had to say that I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> What were you actually about to say? I honestly forget. Okay, great. Uh, I don't like I don't like rules like the food thing that end up in like it it's you're being polite, I'm being polite and then we end up in the same place where we started. Mm-hmm. So like I get the food, you have to say I uh, you can eat. I have to say no, I don't want to. You have to say you can eat and then I eat. I'm just going to let's skip those steps. I'm just going to start eating no, in front of you whether you, right. If, if the food comes and you don't even like acknowledge that I haven't gotten my food yeah. and you start chowing down, I'm like I would I'm gonna tell you to eat, you know. Right, but why do I have to fucking wait for the green light? Let me yeah. just drive. Well, because 
you ought, you have to wait for the green light on the road. <laughs> you have to wait for a green light. But right now it's an intersection. I think it's, it's on me. It's rude if I don't say you can eat and then you can eat and then like, you know, hey, fuck me. But it's it's on the person who doesn't have the food to immediately say you eat. It's all about acknowledgement. All of these dining rules and date, they're all acknowledgement, right? Like it's true. It's, it's, it's paying for it, but you're going to pay, but they're acknowledging that right. you're paying right. rather than just sitting there looking in like how, you know, and the it's same goes Acknowledgement is 100% yeah, correct. That's all it is. So this is what I do. Uh, I usually... I dine and dash so every day I, that I've ever been on. I will never go on a date because I don't want to deal with this thing. <laughs> no, what I do is I'll be like, oh, let me get dinner. You can get whatever, like the next thing. Two condoms. Yeah, you can get two condoms. I get the, I get the dinner and then I get to wear two condoms later. Uh, or like I get the dinner and then we'll go get frozen yogurt. You can buy you that. You can buy that or a drink afterwards. Yeah, and that feels like an extra... Like I'd, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel tangible to me if somebody pays for half a meal because that's just electronic money going up or down. But if I can get a free frozen yogurt out of this meal that I'm giving someone, that <laughs> well, feels like more of a win. yogurt was the price of dinner. Right, but like, sure. it feels like a little treat that I got for paying for the they dinner. They call that going Jew. <laughs> I'm going Jew with her. <laughs> and then if, if we don't go out for frozen yogurt, I say, just send me a gift in the mail. So here's what? my here's my, you know? here's my address. Or, or like, book an Uber on their account. Yeah. <laughs> you I'll call the car. That's a, that is an interesting theory because it also prolongs the date. It's sort yeah. of like, that's like a, a little bit of a game, you know, oh, like, yeah. oh, let me get dinner and you, why don't you get, we'll go get ice cream. That's funny. What She's if, like, what if I don't want like, ice cream. Uh, no, I want to go home immediately. <laughs> we just split this. a cheesecake. <laughs> I don't want to now go get ice cream with but you. Has, has the dating kind of game changed? Like, I mean, I don't remember just going for dinner. Like, do you know I what mean, I mean? It always starts either a bar for, or you go bar later. Or, right. there's dinner is going to di- dinner is on a date is like, that's, that's. Going to dinner with somebody is like, I better be in love with that person. That's year yeah. two. You've uh, spoken about how you hate, I dinner, hate dates. dinner dates. Really? They're yeah. awful. I I am a shame eater. So like, <laughs> I don't want people to see what I eat. It's just like pouring ketchup over everything, shoveling food into my mouth. It's I'm because not, that's when you look the worst. Yeah. The eating's not sexy for me. I don't look... I'm not a sexy eater. <laughs> Especially for bearded gents like yeah. us. Yeah. Oh, God. There's always when some I had, shit in there. <laughs> It's, it's, you cannot eat a sandwich on a date if no. you have a beard. No, it's just it's it's all in the mustache. You've showed up like at six thirty p.m. on like a dinner date and be like, "Oh, I've already had a huge lunch. I can't." Oh yeah. Eat right Anytime now. anybody's ever asked me to order food, I say I'm not, <laughs> even if you're starving. Yeah. Absolutely. Then you'll you'll run to the bathroom and put like take a, a gas station sandwich out of your pocket there and shovel that, it in you your mouth. That? It was like just before we we were leaving New York and I had a date and i didn't have time to eat so i just went into that pizza place and i got two croissants <laughs> you shoveled them into your I mouth took, i ate one immediately then i put one in my pocket to like eat quietly on the date uh like in the bathroom yeah, yeah. and then when you go to pay you take out your wallet and there's a little croissant in there like oh <laughs> don't mind if i, I chew barter with croissants <laughs> uh so what do you suggest when is it okay to go dutch when should i treat a date do you say always just offer to treat i oh I'd say, so let's say if there were five dates, if he goes on five, I'd say pay for the first one or two. If she puts up a fight immediately, um, then, then, then yeah, you can, the next one, if you know she's going to do that, then by two, three, four, you could say, well, why don't we split it? Right. That's the compromise yeah, rather yeah. than you pay, the compromise can be, well, right. let's split it. I guess the hope is that she's always saying like, oh, let, let's split it. And you say no the first few times. And then maybe like date three or four, you're like, sure. 
Because I hate Deepak, though, I'm hoping she just sits there dead silent every time the check comes. Just looking at you want staring at him. No. <laughs> no, I wanted a free meal, actually. Doesn't I, it also depend, like, how much money they have? Like, don't you always, like, have to see a W-2 well, really or a 1099? That. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, that's interesting. That way you can get their tax record if they're, like, actually poverty-stricken. You can be like, it's probably my obligation to pay for this. I'm more of a fan of, like, you get the next one rather than splitting. Yeah. So, like, and then if they remember... They say like, oh, you got last dinner. You said I could get this one. Then I'm like, okay. I think there, it's, there's something gentlemanly about not putting up too much of a fight. Like you look like a wiener if you're like, no, I really would like to pay. <laughs> so you say, no, you get the next dinner. Then she does. And you say, I'd, oh, mm. come on, let's at least split it. And then she says, no. <laughs> or yes. <laughs> if she does, then you write her off forever. It really is a cat well, you and mouse. You should go to those places. We, this was always a, one we used to do when we were younger. You go to places where you pay for the food up front. Mm. So you stand at the till. So it's yeah. a line. Right. And you end up, so if you're on a date, you go single file, you've boxed her out, Yeah, you yeah. order, you and you your... collect your receipt, and then you just stand by her side, and now she's forced to pay for her side of the meal. You've gone Dutch, you didn't even know. <laughs> Game over. You win that one round. One option is to offer to pay, the other one is to full-on box her out. <laughs> but she's, she's out there trying to get in so she can get in on the free On the meal. order, yeah, and you just, uh, no. Nah. Uh-huh. Yeah, she doesn't even eat. Denied. She got <laughs> stuffed in more ways than one. Nice, dude. I meant stuffed by food, not by your dick. Gotcha. Nice, dude. You never know. Uh, all right. Let's uh, get to another question. This one is written by a female, if you can imagine. Wow. Is your yeah. phone on airplane mode, by the way? Uh, you know what? I turned it off when I looked up Ricky Lake, mm-hmm. and I didn't turn it back. You guys wanted to check out Maury Povich's age? Oh, it's definitely <laughs> in the 70s at this point, really? right? Maury Povich? Maury Povich age. I'm going to look it up. Uh, you have a guess for Maury Povich? Oh, 68. Uh, I'm going over 71. I was going to say 72. Oh, God, I went too low. I lowballed. Okay, he's a Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> I panicked. Um, well, first of all, he, you guys know he's dead. Wow. Amazing. That's he's actually not, not true. Uh, he's 77 and he's alive. Wow, that's nice. He's also, he is definitely, he's, a, he's um, a Libra. What's a Libra? January 17th. Is that really? No. It's no. Not. <laughs> <laughs> what is, what is it? What's what a Libra? Libra. What is or, he? Sorry, what, he, uh, January 17th. <laughs> he's a Capricorn. That's <laughs> Capricorn. me. Oh yeah, I should have known that. Dude, I just fucking guessed his Oh, you did guess Capricorn. That's amazing. And you were really close <laughs> on the last one too. Jeez. Uh, he was born in 1939. That's, Jesus. That's kind of crazy. He was born in a During concentration the... camp. <laughs> oh, come on. What? He was a ghetto baby. Um, you guys want to guess Jerry Springer's age? Nah, I think fun? we should just right, get back transition. to the show. Yeah, yeah. For the uh, next transition. Between every question. Do you have a female's name? Um, no. Great. I know, right? <laughs> no one's ever taken a knee before. I love it. No, this name suggestion was no. Oh, got it. How do you spell that? And you... N-E-O... No, N-E-U-X. <laughs> That'll do. No. She's French. No. Yo. Right. Uh, this is my third freaking email, and this time I really need your help. A little backstory. I have a really hard time not banging guys immediately after I meet them. Honestly, even if they're not my type, as long as they're heart, hot, I'll just do it for fun. Heh. <clears throat> this hasn't always worked. <laughs> this, is, this hasn't always worked out for me, and despite being taught lesson after lesson 
to not fuck every guy who's attractive, I keep seizing my cheese. So here's the story. I hung out with this guy from work a couple weeks ago. Night one, we went out for $4 PBR pitchers and went back to my apartment to smoke weed. Obviously a great time, funny guy, whatever. Night two, he came over to smoke and things got a little triple X rated. Now I told him that on the first night that I was seeing two other guys and since then I've become kind of serious with one of them. I don't really want to mess things up with my current guy as he's really nice and I do genuinely like him, but... I really like this work friend as a friend. We have a lot of fun together, lots of laughs, etc. So here's my question. Is it possible to stay friends with someone after you've banged? Is there any going back from the choice and moving towards just being friends? He has tried to hang out a couple times uh, since, but I was actually busy both times, and since then has pretty much stopped hitting me up. I'm chatting with him right now, trying to rekindle this friendship, but I don't want to be mean and lead him on, thinking that I want to keep fucking when I'm actually seeing somebody else. Thank you in advance. Love the show. P.S. Jake, I think we're soulmates. Let me know if you ever want to party uh, when, if you all come to Atlanta for a live show. Tight. Lots of love. I'm Jewish, so happy Passover, because uh, that's coming up. Uh, love, Neo. <clears throat> no. Yeah. So oftentimes we get questions um, that like, oh, we should save that for a female guest, because mm-hmm. it's like a female-related question. This this girl's asking a, a dude question. A dude advice. So we're dudes. By the way, every guy is like this girl. Which is what? Just wants to fuck everyone, and then yeah, it's interesting. With them, and like, I only want to fuck, like, I want to fuck everyone who's attractive. It's Shit, cool to have a girl. Do? I can't stop doing that. Yeah. It's uh, fun to have a female say that. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot in common. Maybe we are soulmates. How about that specific question? Is it possible to stay friends with someone after you've banged? Have you ever banged and then become friends? The problem isn't that she's like, it might be possible for her, but it's not necessarily possible for him. Like, if he went on two dates with her and they fucked and he's trying to hang out with her more. He's not trying to be her friend right now. He wants to date her. Yeah. So I, I don't think that she can like seamlessly make this transition without, uh, at least talking to him about it. And he might not feel like being your friend. The end. I agree. It, It has to be, I think it is possible to be friends after sex, but it has to be completely mutually Right. Like, you both have to be like, yeah, we're not doing that again. Right. But and let's hang out. Has that ever happened, though? I think so. In like, a one-night stand? Nine times out of ten, when someone, when someone's sl- like, usually if, the, if it's not a terribly uncomfortable situation, um, I always find that usually one person's kind of like, I don't want to go there, but I kind of liked you enough to hang out anyway. It's you. It's only the kind of, I guess, what makes it difficult is when it's, it's never really both parties feel that way. Um, but I think it's possible to be friends with someone after you banged. I think yeah. it might be even easier for some people. I've cause... had sex with almost all of my friends. Yeah, but they were friends first. What do you Can mean? you imagine befriending someone that you've only had sex with? Well, they were work buddies. Then they fucked. Sorry, what's your question? <laughs> <laughs> Can I imagine ha- being friends with somebody I've... Let's say you, ha- you slept with somebody uh, on the first or second time that you've ever seen them. Yeah. And then they're like, I don't want to sleep with you anymore, but we should just be friends. Well, isn't this a scenario where I'm saying that to them? Uh, no. Let's say you're the guy and she's the girl. So okay. a girl's saying that to you. I liked sleeping with you, but now I just want to be friends with you. Uh, I guess I would probably be like, well, I don't. I have a lot of friends, <laughs> so so we're good. I mean, it just for the sex part, actually. That's the one. That's the thing that I like. Yeah. Not so much the hanging out before and after. The problem here is, is that it's always going to, especially with, unfortunately with dudes, it's going to take a huge ego hit because yeah. everyone thinks that. 
they've got that dope dick. Yeah. I listen to rap. I'm getting, that's what yeah. it is, right? Um, and yeah, that everyone's turned out after they've had sex with them. So when someone's like, oh, no, well, yeah. let's go see Jungle Book together. <laughs> yeah. You're only going to be like, I didn't do my job it's properly. It's true. Especially if you like, if the date before <laughs> you had Book. sex and you're like, all right, actually, I now I definitely know I like this other guy more. Like, yeah. Huh. But right. I'm still down to like, uh, go see a movie with you or a play. Yeah, who would you want to do that? And then do you go Dutch? Yeah. Go back to that. <laughs> and sex, you and now she wants to be your friend. Do you go back to going Dutch? No, I definitely not. Now she pays. <laughs> she owes me cash for what she's done to me. This 180. Yeah, that's true. It is It is a huge ego uh, hit. Mm. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. I think it's po- it's possible to be friends with somebody after you've had sex, but I don't know how soon after and also I, I don't know if it sounds like she's the kind of person that needs a lot of male friends especially if she like is trying to give this relationship a shot right to like want to keep on hanging out with somebody that she had sex with i don't have any female friends like I, that doesn't happen anymore like a girl doesn't chat me up and i'm already starting to talk like you <laughs> <laughs> a girl doesn't chat me up and then uh we we just hang out and now we're friends and no, there's no I, romantic interest anymore. Most friends that I had with female were, were, were people who didn't fancy me back. <laughs> right. But I was too... I just didn't yeah, want to cut them completely make, That's how you make girlfriends. It's like you have a crush on somebody who doesn't like you. And yeah. Like, All right. I, I had a solution for her. Is And I think because of the ego and stuff, I think she has to just keep sleeping with him as friends. So oh, he's getting... He's, so, But then she can keep taking it back a little bit. Oh. So at first it was full on, full frontal Triple penetration, yeah. everything. Scale it back. <laughs> until the point where it's just a hand job. It's a total fadeaway. Yeah. That's really and then they're friends, no more sex. He's already might be wanting someone else. Oh, they can good. hang out. So she still has to like just grin and bear it and do an, another six or seven sessions <laughs> yeah like you don't cut them off you fade yeah, out exactly yeah the crossfade and then hopefully it starts so a transition to a new scene he's just getting to second base yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right we hung out but i just i think i just felt her up which is kind of interesting over the bra too <laughs> jesus and last week she let me unhook the bra i don't get it it was awesome but the, i think that might result in uh him liking you a lot because like oh because you're technically drawing oh dude i would be so fucking confused and enamored by <laughs> <Yeah>. that <laughs> i can't do this i can't do it like i can't sleep with you it's like but we already have yeah what a mystery but why uh you want to uh she also sent her phone number in case we ever do a live show in atlanta oh tight because she says that you guys are soulmates yeah it's funny that she's like i want to give this other relationship a chance <laughs> also jake text me if you come to atlanta <laughs> I want to give it a chance. She just want to be my friend. Yeah, I think she just wants to hang out with you. Ah, good. That makes sense. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back with more questions uh, after these messages. This headgum podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit! Even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh wow! Because. It was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. 
Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code headgum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm -hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm -hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti movement, really. Oh, it's that's a non movement good. movement. A, is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness <laughs> Yeah. It's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool th there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Whoop. And we're back. A couple interesting facts about Jerry Springer, uh -huh. starting with his age. I'm going to say 83. Whoa. What do you say? Oh, he's been around for years. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give him Maury's age because I was wrong. 77. So 77, 78. Okay. And I will guess Libra for this one. Really? No, Leo. <laughs> Why not? We'll switch it up. Leo. I'll tell you he was born in February 13th, so he's not a Leo. Okay. What does that make him? Aquarius. Aquarius. <laughs> uh, another interesting fact. He was born in the United Kingdom. Really? Yeah. Oh. Wasn't okay. he the mayor of Cincinnati? Uh, Yeah. You yeah, can, you he can, was. that means I could be the mayor <laughs> of fucking Cincinnati. You're to be the mayor. Yeah. You just can't be the president. But even then there's like some kind of. And what's his age? Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. What a fucking cliffhanger. He's 72. Oh, he's, he's younger. younger than Maury. Yeah. Dang. 
Montel is Montel's young as well. It. He's 69. Mike, we're not going to play the game anymore. <laughs> he follows me on Twitter for some Montel what? Williams? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it was random. <laughs> hey, don't sell yourself short, man. I'm sure it's not random. He's a big fan, whatever. Yeah. I know you can guess his sign. Montel. Yeah. <laughs> if he follows me, he's a cancer. Is, isn't there a new sign? They're like, they just made a new is one. There's a new one. Isn't there? No. I thought they like made a new sign recently. It was like, actually, there's no more Capricorn. They split it up into two. Am I making oh, yeah. that up? I thought that like there was something what? where I, I thought I wasn't a Leo anymore. Yeah. Do you, I mean, you, you would know more than us. Apparently. Yeah. All no? of a sudden, I'm this like astrologist. I mean, the fact that you can hear a month and know what the sign is makes you like, I think you're a I know fortune teller now. Well, you know what? I didn't have sex until I was 20. There's a long period of just yeah, reading just, and studying. Yeah, and, horoscopes. And horoscopes. <laughs> and, and looking at my crush and wonder, and looking for which publicate like which book said we were compatible. <laughs> oh. I mean I remember you I used to read the horoscopes in my sister's like cosmopolitan. Yeah. I used to do that. But I was I was fucking the entire time. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> believe crush that. It, puss. <laughs> <laughs> um tell me a little bit about iZombie. Uh it's currently in its second season. Uh, it's, yeah, we just we, we just had our finale about a week or two ago. Oh, so the second season's already fully aired. All done. And you guys have recently gotten greenlit for a third season. Yeah, so we were we were picked up for a third season while still filming our second. Oh man, that's exciting. So we felt like the Walking Dead or something. You yeah, know what I mean? Like so we great. were showing off. We bought loads of unnecessary stuff. I've got a parrot and a Lamborghini <laughs> you have a parrot. and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, why not, man? A parrot and a Lamborghini. <laughs> I got my grill done. Two. Ice in my teeth. <laughs> I feel like two of those things are so expensive, and then the parrot is just—I yeah. mean, how much could that? That's be? just flamboyant for the sake of <laughs> that. And I that's fucking hate chic. pets and animals yeah. anyway. And, yeah. and it is loud. The parrot sits shotgun in the Lambo. Also has a grill. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we we're, we're back in uh, in the summer to uh, to shoot season three. Shoot in Vancouver. Shoot in Vancouver. Rose McIver. No, McGowan's going to be taking over. That's amazing. Whoa. What an upgrade. Holy serious? shit. McGowan? There is a weird coincidence. I don't know if it, this is something no one knows. I think her wig, one of them didn't fit because someone made a mistake and it's fit for Rose McGowan's head. Really? Yeah. And that's why she was constantly playing. It was too <laughs> tight. Does Rose have a bigger head than Rose? I don't know, but there they was must, a size. They, we have to know who has the bigger head. <laughs> How long? Wait, is this, um, is this like the your biggest thing that you've done or it's my only thing this is it yeah so this how long were you hustling before? 10 years 10 years 10 years yeah man like were you coming close to a point of being like oh i was joking this i'm done yeah i, mean, I don't want to act anymore. oh definitely deepak is just telling you yeah deepak was loving fucking prick no so like i i went to drama school at 18 i think i got out at, at 20 21 or something like that and then i zombie didn't happen until 28 so for those years, I mean, I was just doing, I did all right in the commercial world. Like I did add like commercials for stuff. Right? In England. Yeah. Beers and things like that. But no one would give me a speaking role. Because of your funny, uh, funny talking accent. way. Yeah. <laughs> and like I, I was always, and I was also because I was too big. I was six foot four at 14. So when I was Holy in shit. my early 20s. And you're eight foot three now. Yeah. 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 Amazing. And I'm still going. It's a this is so cool. Um, Rolo's but... swallowing the microphone like a little Tylenol pill. <laughs> We're all sitting on top of Rolo because he takes up the entire room. <laughs> He's like Clifford, the on, red dog. We're on each of his knees. He's growing right now. Oh, you're yeah. still it's growing. He's busting through the window. Um, but yeah, so like even as a kid, I couldn't play my age. 
Oh, interesting. Yeah. For years. I, so I think once I got older, everything kind of worked out. I, I've heard recently uh, that like it's it's a lot harder for like to get a role as a man 21 through 27. Like people just don't really get cast. Yeah, you, it's it's a much later thing for for male actors. Um, like John Hamm didn't, like, I think Mad Men happened in his mid-30s. Oh, right. Ford for Han Solo happened in his mid-30s. It's pretty crazy that yeah. you have to like endure so many years of reject. Like did you come close to a lot of things too? Oh yeah, I was always like there was there was jobs where I was down to the last two and, and all of that nonsense. Didn't and you also say you got this role on tape? You didn't even audition. You just sent one tape and they're like, "All right, you're in." Something like that. Yeah, That's it was. Crazy. I, I was. I was put on tape. They couldn't find who they wanted in America. They checked Canada, um, and then they opened it up to the UK. So people from the UK were sending tapes over, and and yeah, off a tape they uh, they cast wow. me. They were desperate as fuck. It's amazing <laughs> to do that. So like that. Did you even ever go in front of the producers or no, the never, no screening, no network. Never so they just anyone. like said yes off the tape. You're <laughs> yeah. on a plane and then you're on set yeah. and they're like, I hope this fucking. Yeah. And they were really scared. Tape. They were really scared because everything had worked and they met all the cast and they clicked and there was this anomaly, this, this English actor coming over who's just going to be a prick. Yeah. And they didn't realize I was, I was six foot four. Oh man. Until the day before we started filming and I met the producers and they were like, Oh shit. Yeah, you're and like Rose, a foot is, you know, Rose is tiny and like actors in general aren't aren't big. So there was a right. lot everyone had to have heels and and uh, they had to shoot it like Lord of the Rings, so people were close Perspective, to the camera. Yeah. yeah. You're always in the background yelling always. at people. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> it looks like you're standing on a table. I you're so big of mugs. Yeah. Sit on massive chairs. It's all a perspective game. <laughs> <laughs> you're Gandalf uh, cool should we uh, try to answer a few more questions definitely yeah. um, can you talk like an American can you do that is that part yeah. of your acting wheelhouse that was the best that was, the that best. was pretty good because <laughs> on the show you're still you have that definitely. accent you have, an, you have an English accent on the show yeah, yeah. I you don't have it. to do that. You don't have to do the Rose thing where it's like you have to pretend you're from America. Oh, no, no, no. She does it so well. Do you remember the first, one of the first times we ever met Rose, she was like, she was living below us and she was like running sides for an audition. And living in LA, you're like, oh, everybody's an actor. And we like, it's just really depressing sometimes when you meet somebody who's a shitty actor and like, we didn't know anything about her. And we're like, oh yeah, we'll help you run the, run these lines. We're like, oh man, this is going to be a disaster. <laughs> and she came up and she just did this amazing American accent for like some crime drama. Yeah. And I remember like, oh, you're actually good. I was crying. Well, yeah. Want to want to feel good about yourself? Never fucking put Rose on tape. I do it in in uh, in, in Vancouver. We, we she we I seem to read with her a lot for some reason. We we tend to just do her tapes, and she just crushes every single one and just makes you feel so talentless well she's like a real actor <laughs> oh yeah that's she's the difference. legit yeah her first legit. role she was on piano when she was a baby right or yeah. something like that it's we're crazy. just like comedy people like jake and i like all right let's i hope i can memorize the words right isn't that what it is to yeah. be an actor you say the words <laughs> right us is, it's memorizing the words and yeah. saying them funny for rose like okay that's the beginning and now who's right. my character and how do i like and what, yeah translate would, that to yeah, the how screen? would my character react to this yeah and I then just, also i just think if you furrow your brows when someone speaks oh that's good that's it just looks like you're really thinking about <laughs> you, what's going on. I got. Do you remember the guy uh, Matt Walton? Right, he's the guy that played our boss in the yeah. Jacob Muir fired thing. Uh-huh. He was saying uh, he gave me a really quick acting lesson because this was the first time I was acting in anything that wasn't like a two minute internet sketch. Uh-huh. And he's like, "Imagine you're being chased by a bear. Like, how are you acting?" And I was like, uh, "I'm running. I'm screaming. I'm scared." He's like, uh, "Or he said you're locked in a room with a, be- a bear, right?" 
And I'm like, I would be afraid. I'm cowering. I'm afraid of a bear. And he's like, No, you're you're looking for the for the you're looking for the way out. You have to be like you're concentrated. You're thinking like, how do I get away? Oh, like, oh, I didn't think about like my character's motivation right. of being like, get me out of the room with the bear. All I was thinking is like, my character in this moment is like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm screaming. My hands are in the air, and I don't know what to do. And action, and I get mauled by a bear. <laughs> That was an awesome commercial, by the way. <laughs> when you get fucking destroyed by a bear. Yeah, yeah. That's acting. Um, all right. Female name. Oh. Regina. Regina? <laughs> that makes sense. No and Regina. Regina writes, Hi, I'm Regina, a senior in high school. Gross, I know. So, into the story. I have a smallish circle of close friends, uh, and this past fall, one of my longtime second-tier friends joined our group. Anyway, I've known this guy for forever and never felt sexually attracted to him, ever. Actually, I found him quite gross in the past and have been concerned about his oral hygiene. He's kind of a hopeless puppy dog we took in. I've always had a soft spot for him and made sure to include him in our plans. But here's the interesting part. I had a sex dream about him a few weeks ago, and I enjoyed it. This freaked me out and has completely changed how I see him. The day after this dream, I had a hard time looking him in the eye, but I found myself staring at him. The food I usually noticed in his teeth had disappeared. <laughs> so someone, so sometime, uh, so sometime passed, uh, and I slowly got over the awkward sexual feats. I basically forgot about it. Then he invites me to go to the beach with him and another friend of ours and offers to drive. And for some reason, once I get into this car, I'm a hornbag and I have an extremely hard job keeping it in my pants. Uh, I, I'm very glad that our other friend was there or else I probably would have jumped him. This was over spring break and now back at school, I don't know what to do. The weird sexual tension is back. I can't see a way uh, we would casually mess around without my other friends finding out. I sound like such a horrible person, but I know they would judge me and I don't know if I have enough energy to stand up for this dweeb I've been hooking up with. So please help me on this possible sexual adventure. Thanks, love. Regina. Regina. Doesn't I this, love it. This question's great. Doesn't yeah, this sound amazing. like the guy wrote it in like a fantasy land? He's like, this. I, there's this guy that I don't really like, but recently I've been kind of attracted to him. I had and, dreams of him. Yeah. And, and, and now I want to fuck him a lot. It sounds like a dude wrote it. Yeah. It sounds like it with the keep it in my pants. I always, that's, I never really hear girls say that. Yeah. Like, keep what? Your vagina? vagina? This guy's like, it does have to come out. It does sex. have to come out, but yeah. You know the secret where you put something out in the world and you hope it happens? So my theory is this guy wrote this about the girl and like, yeah, what if she had a hard time wanting to fuck me? She doesn't know and she's so conflicted oh. about it. But then this fucker knows he has food in his teeth. Yeah. Like maybe he just brushed his teeth on one day. Like that's, I, I just like, I love sex dreams. They change everything. They do. They like, they really make people that you would never be, a, you just get so curious. Oh, interesting. I think sex dreams are like the, 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 maybe the key to the universe. Really? Yeah. I feel like my mom must've had a sex dream about my dad. Cause otherwise there's, no, my dad is this guy. <laughs> He's a little, he's my, a mushroom man. My father is, yeah, he, he's moss. He's, he's, a, <laughs> he's a stool. He's a shrub. My dad is, he, he's, he's a shrub and my mother is like a woodland fairy pixie, perfect woman. She's a model. Yeah, a mommel. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Sex dreams, had him? Oh, yeah. And it's, it has, it's, and it's usually for me, it's, it's, 
Um, I'm trying not to make eye contact with my girlfriend. Who's sitting <laughs> she's usually with she's my girlfriend's closer and mom. You. She's got no. a knife. I don't um, see her. It's it's usually with uh, like it'll it always happen with colleagues. Oh, like you, you have like it'd be someone at work who yeah. I couldn't take, like I couldn't stand, and then we do some shit in my dream. It's always somebody that you don't on the like daily have uh, sexual fantasies about. It's somebody that like sort of is like deep inside your subconscious. Yeah. and it's always good yeah it's because always it's your really dream. good it, because it's your dream you could do anything a, you want and it's such a release too i think that like i've always had the weirdest wet dreams there was one that i can remember where this total nerd from my high school um blew me she, <laughs> it was even less interesting than that she was there oh and a she female told nerd me, yeah, oh yeah yeah uh, she was like a real nerd and like uh i was not attracted to her uh but she was there and she told me to put my dick in a fence Whoa. and i put my dick in a fence and it felt so good and then i came and it was wet. i mean so yeah. you you didn't have a sex dream about a nerd you had it about a fence yeah, yeah. you and fucked I a th- fence and i still now to this day i love porn where like some weird like fandom domination where a girl tells me what to do was it like a picket wooden fence or like the gate? Like it was a chain a, it was gate. a wooden it was a wooden fence that had a little hole in it, like a oh a, you know, like hole. a knot. Yeah, exactly. A little knot in the wood, painted mm-hmm. white, or are we talking natural? It was all natural. Really, dude? Yeah, barely fit in yeah. the hole. <laughs> I saw your recent porn search. It was big natural dot 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 fences. Yeah, it's so cool. And I, that's when you took up fencing, right? I, <laughs> I never had a wet dream. Never in your whole life. Yeah, that was one of the weird. That, like, I, I, I never had one. I that skipped. Wow. I skipped really. That. I had. Did you wet... start jerking off? Like, were you just? Yeah, I think that's what it was. I, that prematurely. When you, if you're early, some people like I know you had a wet dream before you started masturbating. That's right. I started masturbating before I had wet dreams. Ah, but you, so you still had one even though you were masturbating. Yeah, because like every once in a while, if I like, I would try to do things where like I gave up masturbating for two weeks. There was one time for where twelve I was, hours. I dated. I was dating a girl. <laughs> the worst thing in the world is when you have a wet dream and sleeping next to your girlfriend, which uh, just happened to me twice. Wow. And it's like I know that I've had, <laughs> I'm having a bad sex life and I have to get out of that relationship. Was it her in your dream or is somebody else? It was a fan. It was a fan. Another fence. It was a fucking door. Always cheating oh. on my, my loved ones with the fence. How many wet dreams would you say you've had in your life? Oh, tons. Literally 2,000 pounds worth. Just Whoa. so many. Um, so, yeah, you had to throw away a mattress. It yeah. was just cake through its Like, Have you ever seen that Hawaiian Punch commercial where they open a door and a guy uh, surfs out on this just wave of red, red? Yeah, <laughs> it, is, it is overcoming. It is absolutely a tidal wave of semen. So, uh, so that's just one wet dream, but it was just empty. So much. You were flat in yeah. the morning. <laughs> See, because I was such a, a big fat virgin when I was growing up, and I was just so removed from the dating world. Like I didn't have a kiss until I was like eighteen, nineteen. Oh wow! So what was happening was during my my sex dreams as a kid, I would get so excited that it was about to happen, I'd wake myself up. <laughs> I remember that. Like, it would be like it would be that girl from school, yeah. and she'd unbutton her uh, school shirt or whatever, and I'd be like, ah! Last button, and I'd and literally wake like, up. I've I've been there too. Yeah. Man, that's so sad when that happens. You get so excited. Do you remember who your first uh, sex dream was with? Was it an actress? Was it a person? You it was know? a girl at school. Oh, it was yeah. Your first sex dream? Yeah, and we're friends on Facebook, so I won't say her name because I'll probably <laughs> post this on Facebook, and then and then she everyone's gonna read it. Well, she might. Because maybe she was having sex dreams about you. Maybe nah, you I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> Definitely not. Mine was with Robin Givens, who is a character on ABC's uh, Head of the Class. Uh, she's this African-American actress. She's 51 years old now. I wow. feel like I should t- What's her tweet sign? at her. Go tell us. I'm going to guess. Taurus. 
Oh, I was going to say Taurus, but I'll say Sagittarius. Her car is a Taurus, but she's actually... <laughs> what's November 27th? Sagittarius. Is that true? Yeah. Hurwitz! <laughs> for the epic win! <laughs> one for one! Batting a thousand. Did you ever have sex dreams about actresses, or was it mostly people that you knew? My first sex dream was I was in a pool. I've never told this to anybody. This is crazy. <gasps> Maybe you shouldn't do it. Uh, You're right. (laughs) This is going to replace my virginity story. This is too special. My first sex dream. I was uh, in a pool with Tiffany Amber Thiessen and Mark Paul Gossler. Whoa, Zach Morris was there too. Yeah, and somebody, I want to say it was Screech, but I bet it wasn't. (laughs) But it uh, it was like, you have a choice. Like You get to have sex with either Zach or, or Kelly. And I, thank God I chose Kelly. <laughs> that was the fucking difference, dude. I, but like in a dream, you really never know which way, what way oh, you're going to go. Oh, you don't know what's going to happen. Because yeah. like you, you don't know yourself in a dream. And even like also, what if I had chose Tiffany? And they're like, all right, well, it's opposite day. And now you're getting fucked by Zach. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it just for the opportunity, sir. Uh, but then I had sex with Tiffany Amber Thiessen in this dream. Oh, it was wow. the best. I think to this day is the best sex I've ever had next to the fence. Yeah. <laughs> number one, fence. Number two, Kelly Kapowski. Uh, what was this girl's actual question? I don't know if we answered it. Oh, uh, oh, oh! Should she go for she's it? Trying to keep it in her pants. Yeah, it sounds like she just is developing a crush on this guy, and that's fine, and that's okay, and she should see it through. I think she should kiss him. Yeah, <gasps> that's it. Yeah, because the problem that is could we're... crush the whole dream, or it could make her feel like actually the next levels would probably be, I'd be comfortable. Right. It's fine to fall for somebody, and it's all like. She's worried that other people are going to think it's he's they other people might might not share her opinion of the dude. We're all that kid. That's why we're like, go for it, kiss him. This could be your opportunity, please, for the love we're of God. Through, yeah, kiss this fifteen-year-old nerd. But and also, like you know, he, he seems he enjoys eating from the sound of it. Yeah, you know, this could be a benefit. She, she oh, could yeah. have a lot. He of fun might with go this down guy. on her, yeah. and then your pussy will be in his, in his fucking teeth. <laughs> oh, yeah, but the, I think in I high love school, it. she's in high school, and I high school. Thinking what other people are going to think ruined so many potentially good relationships I for agree. me. Like, I broke up with a girlfriend that I liked because I heard a bunch of rumors that she might dump me. And there was, uh, when I was a sophomore, I was like hooking up with a freshman who I really had a crush on. And like somebody else who was a sophomore was like, I can't believe you're hooking up with a freshman. And I was like, well, I'm not anymore. <laughs> and it's like, just do what you like to do and not yeah. what everybody else is going to think because it's going to feel good for you. It's something that you want. But in high school, what other people think is everything. Public opinion. Oh, definitely. I, 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 one of my biggest regrets at high school was I wasn't popular. I was, I was, I was known. We were, me and my group of friends were known, but we weren't popular. We were that what were you known for? Just being dickheads. You, you guys were, but we like, were, you, you know were like, I mean? sort of like, like the class clowns. Yeah, like cl- class jackasses. clowns and and like, but we were. So we people knew who we were, but we weren't popular. So it wasn't right. for good reason. And I remember <laughs> you, that you were there for like uh, comic relief. And not yeah. for like you no nobody wanted you hanging out all the no, time no. and nobody wanted to hook up with you or exactly. You. But we were still known. <laughs> but I I didn't take drama at school, even though I felt I could do it. I never took it because I was uh, people made fun of taking drama, and it could have been my way in to 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 to, have, to everything. Yeah. To unlock everything at high school. If I had done it there, I would have shined. It would have been, I was, I'm, you know, I was good at acting. You would have been that person that other people would have been t- intimidated to get on tape with instead oh, of just yeah. Rose. With my American well, accent. you're still yeah. obviously good at acting because you booked on tape. <laughs> <laughs> once. <laughs> That's it. That's I all it takes. It again. You just got to do it once. Yeah. <laughs> In this business, baby. Uh, all right. Go for it. Go what for else it. do I say? Uh, That's it. I think we're out of time. How was that for you? 
It was everything. This is your first podcast? Have you done podcasts before? I've done podcasts before, yeah. I, only recently, actually. I haven't done... Usually, they they were gaming-based. Oh, are you a gamer? Massively, yeah. Oh, really? So we always... It's it's two hours of me talking about video games, but I haven't... This wow, is what's like... Your, what's your game? Right now? Yeah. Oh, God. I haven't played anything in, in since I left Vancouver, but I was playing, like, Metal Gear Solid, and I'll play sport. I'll play everything. Wow. I Still. literally will play everything. What's your system of choice? Do you have a system? PlayStation 4. PlayStation 4. Got it. It's it's the one. What video game do you think you've played more than any video game in the world? Like, you've you spent the most of your oh, life God. playing. Oh, uh, God. The one I can remember off the top of my head was a game called Red Dead Redemption, which was set in the Wild West. It's Grand Theft Auto in the Wild West. Yeah. Love that. Oh, that's Because you like cool. your Grand Theft. Yeah. But, and I um, love Deadwood. Same. Oh, my God. We could have talked about Deadwood this whole episode. <laughs> I'll start a Deadwood podcast. <laughs> oh, Let me I'll stop and then you, we'll man. re-record. We'll Only about Deadwood. Yes, actually. Uh, um, but I, I, I played that. So And then my buddy was a big fan. Of, we grew up watching Westerns and, and Deadwood and stuff. So we went online and all you would do online is like pick flowers and hunt <laughs> it's like and Oregon we Trail to, like we were doing eight hours a night like just, just picking, picking flowers, flowers. <laughs> this cactus we had to collect and we had to kill this bear or, or skin these rabbits wow and that's it and that's... we did that for like 60 hours damn yeah check. I want to get into gaming I, I feel like I'd like it <laughs> I think you'd love it I'm gonna try yeah you do need a hobby yeah one that's uh, as useful as gaming I think is a good one to pick up sweet alright uh, uh, all right. Uh, if you have your own questions uh, or your own theme song, uh, the opening one was written by David is Awesome. This closing one is written by Ethan Urborg. Uh, the email for everything is if I were you show at gmail.com. Roel, do you have anything to plug before yeah, you go? Where can people find you? Oh, just uh, at Raul Coley13 on Twitter and every sort of app and Snapchats. And always 13? Just November always 13. 13. Just because November. There you go. All right. And Taylor Swift. Apparently yeah. that's her one as well. Oh, really? That. Really? 13? No Taylor big deal. Swift, yeah, how's it just Taylor Swift 13? I always say it's because of that. Because <laughs> she stole it from you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got right. beef, me and her. We'll be, uh, we'll be back next week, unfortunately without Rahul, but we'll have you back soon enough. Definitely. People are going to love this pleasure. shit, too. Thank you guys for having me. Of yeah, course. Dude. Thank you for coming. Uh, see you guys soon. Now that I got up on the podcast, everything you won't say, you email. And Amir don't like that shit at all. So retweet him. So can they get a show on TV? Or did they have a show already? Wait a minute. If I were you, I would tell you to make a billboard, make a Tinder. I'm wearing me undies, but I stopped getting nature by that's a problem. Cause I'm way too broke to pay, but I didn't eat yet today, no. These two dudes saying if I were you, got real, better hope that I won't sue. Last one didn't end like a shit of Jake. I'm blast and he still won't get fake. Get my Lana back on, for God's sake. I'm in another place waiting for the other space. Swipe right for the 10 cent piece, kids, right? But we can get Ben Schwartz if you want to have at it. We can get Team Mids up in Silicon Valley. Everybody's got a show when you're thinking you're ready. Eight episodes left and you want more money. Eight episodes left. Jake and Amir, if I were here, if I were you, if that were true. It's not true. That was a HeadGum Podcast.